Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wii Universe. This is the Internet's comprehensive Wii U podcast. We're doing it so you guys don't have to. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, my name is Steve Guntley. Hi, I'm Woody Siskowski. This episode is completely composed of previous episodes mm -hmm. of Ultra 64. It's a re 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 remix. Yeah, it's remixed. It cuts directly from our Fighting Force episode to <laughs> Shit Starshot and then to uh, Cabela's Dangerous Hunts. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's, it's the, All the running, running the gamut, the three big ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. Everything is built around. <laughs> definitely the episodes I have the most memory of, which I don't know why that is. Weirdly, yeah. yeah I don't know why either. Maybe, well, Cabela's obviously because we played it twice. Yeah. You know, It was the game so nice we had to play it twice. <laughs> and Fighting Force because it's the greatest game ever made. Easily, <laughs> far and away. Uh, but it might get some rivalry from today's game. I don't know. We'll have to see. Because today we are playing... Playing NES Remix Pack. Composed of many of the greatest games ever made. Absolutely. And some but of not. Are, yeah, I mean, is, it, is Mario still a great game if you sprinkle Urban Champion in there? Oh, Let's find out. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a good question. This is uh, this is going to be a pretty laid back episode. I was telling Woody before we recorded, I've taken the least amount of notes I've ever taken for this show, wow. uh, just because we so are only four pages. This we time. are pretty familiar with. I mean, yeah, uh, we're pretty familiar with most of these. games. <laughs> we don't mean to brag, but uh, we've I, played a lot of Donkey Kong Junior. No, no, yes. no, humble brag, humble brag. We are uh, not cool, um, but we're not so uncool that we know what Kluku Land is. So we yeah, did determine we, that okay. we don't know what that game is, though. Was it? Is that in? That is in this. That is in this. We okay. didn't unlock it, but so uh, by that standard, yeah. we have not played every game in the NES remix. That's before. very true. That's very true. We uh. have not. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna kind of take it easy and talk about these goofy little remix games. It's a nice uh, lay back on the beach in that nice October weather. Yeah, and just just relax with some uh, some floods of nostalgia. Do you, do you have a coconut to drink something out? Yeah, of? maybe okay. put Good. put some Jimmy Buffett in the background. Get it going. This is this is your island vacation in the midst of October. Join us on this little oasis of NES nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But before we do any of that, uh, let's pad things out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's, why, that's uh, what we're here for. Yeah, no, yeah, sometimes you just need to fill the time by uh, taking your time and drawing things out as long as possible. Asking deep questions about the nature of reality and how you've been spending your time on this earth. And if you use a staccato voice like this, it will draw things out even further Ooh, so I, that oof. that is surprisingly irritating it is really irritating <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna stop doing it uh but uh i did want to ask what do you what else are you playing right now besides what are you playing? ultimate nes remix besides that boy what else what else is there to play really oh yeah um, i mean this this is all encompassing <laughs> yeah uh well i played many a silent hill game i'm sure still did. I guess I'm still in the Dragon Warrior 3 camp. That game is amazingly long wow. for uh, an NES game. How and long have you been working on that one? Well, I'm I'm a I'm a slow goer, okay. I'm gonna be honest. That's yes. fair. That's fair. Uh but it's still quote unquote fun in the way that Dragon Warrior <laughs> is fun. Uh, <laughs> fun asterisk. Yeah, the contents exactly. may not actually be fun. Yeah. <laughs> time time passes as you play it. Yes. <laughs> and experience the wonders of physics. Yeah. Every hour spent brings you closer to death. <laughs> Dragon Warrior 3. Um yeah. Boy, I, I really don't know. Somehow I felt like I should be more prepared for this question. That's uh, all right. It is kind but, of a big question. We do mm, just play like a lot of Patreon games right we now. Have, like, we have just been in a, in a play a lot of Patreon game session. Soon yeah. to be uh, Legacy of Kane. And let, let's see. I, I will say like 
Mount Your Friends was a Mount Your Friends 3D was a real hit in my video game tournament. So oh, check, check, check that out, people, if you're looking for something to play and really uh, weird out your contemporaries with. Um, it also has a local eight player, oh, which wow. is kind of cool since okay. it's just all turn based. You can just swap the same controller back and forth. Um, and I also randomly, what was that last game that I was? Oh, I decided to purchase the new, <laughs> the new. Fight Night game, which is called Fight Night Champion, which oh. I think came out in 2012. It's a brand spanking brand new. Brand spanking yeah, new. Fresh but off the presses. It is odd that they stopped making Fight Night games. They like, were really good. They like, were we, very good. We covered kind of the, the precursor on the N64 show when we played uh, yeah, Knockout, Knockout Kings, Kings, and that kind of became Fight Night, I think, in the next iteration. It's just, it's odd. But that game was really good, too. Not yeah. to try and trick us into talking about sports by any means, oh, but it how is... dare you? It is very odd, like, the place that boxing occupies in our society, because it feels like it comes up, like, every, like, three years. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's, like, some boxing bout that gets like national coverage. Yeah, yeah. And then like the rest of the time nobody cares about it at all. I mean, these days isn't so. it just like uh YouTubers like fighting yeah. Floyd Mayweather or whatever? <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. Just, they bring in like fucking Fred or something. That's true. To, it's to all it's all it's all stunt work. They bring yeah. in the Numa Numa guy. <laughs> <laughs> Numa Numa guy versus nostalgia critic. Yeah. I mean, fight. I don't oh, well, know. Well, I mean, I think you just probably name like the top grossing series on YouTube. Probably. Like, I think you gotta invent invent that now it's there you go all yeah boy it's when like is that death match for you when are they gonna just make a smash brothers that's just a bunch of youtube has been oh, of like God. star wars kid versus the johnny bit my finger kid or if it Charlie is bit my finger if it is anybody newer than uh Tazon day then i'm kind of lost oh, like, sure. i don't really spend a lot of time on youtube so <laughs> okay. and i don't regularly watch people who regularly youtube so yeah Whatever. and i think you're better for it I think and probably, probably. We made but, a lot yeah. of mistakes in our lives, but uh, not spending a bunch of time on YouTube is not one of them. Yeah, no, I think that's that's, that's a that's a good bet. That's a good bet. Um, I have been playing uh, a tiny, tiny little new game called Metroid Dread. Oh, I've uh, heard of this game. Metroid Dread. It is uh, not dreadful. Uh, it may be trying to sell itself as that, but not dreadful. Quite a good game. Quite a fun Metroid is game. Is it spooky? It's spooky. It's it's uh it's hard. It's like a tough game. It's pretty punishing. I mean, it's the sequel to Metroid Fusion, and that game mm-hmm. was is quite tough as well. That one is uh, tough. This one feels a lot like that. Uh, it brings in a lot of mechanics from uh, the the remake of Metroid Two, which I really like, especially the uh, counter melee attack, mm-hmm. which you can use to stun enemies and. Uh, the full 360 degree motion of aiming, which is so. Really does it great. feel most comparable to that game? It, like, it feels uh, in this. If you had to compare it to one other Metroid game, I think it does feel closest to Fusion. Uh, okay. If I had to compare it to one, the mechanics are definitely uh, Samus Returns, but the gameplay and the story and the style feel a lot like Fusion. Uh, and there's a much bigger emphasis on like like horror and scary bits in this game, which is really fun. Uh, you're pursued throughout the entire game by these like robot like walkie monster things called Emmys. Oh, sure. Uh, and you only can defeat them using a special kind of energy. You can only defeat them if you get an astounding achievement in television. You need to collect four Golden Globes yeah. to unlock the Emmy. Um, yeah, you have to find this Omega energy that powers up your uh, arm beam for a little while, and then you need to like, melt their face and then deliver a perfect headshot to take them out. Okay. And it's really intense. Um, I, I am finding myself getting lost a lot. Uh, I mean, that's more how you so know than, it's a true Metroid game. Uh, but more so than most Metroid games. Okay. I feel like they, they could uh, tidy up their map system just a tiny and bit. And does the whole game take place in like a space station? It or? does, yeah, okay. yeah. Back on a space station, no no Metroids or, or planted Zebians to be found on this one, uh, at least not so far. But 
I'm, I'm, I don't know exactly how far into it I am. Uh, most Metroid games typically take like what five to yeah, eight they're not, hours. They're not very like long, that. so I don't imagine this one's all that different. But uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's really solid. Yeah, and, cool uh, that. Yeah, cool that Metroid is back. It's back. It's back. People are talking about. It. People are playing it, and uh, it makes me excited for Metroid Prime Four, which they still say is happening. Sure. So I'm gonna believe them. Another twenty years from now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Metroid Dread, check it out. Uh, that gets my. Star of approval. I, I mean, guess. it is likely that if you listen to this podcast, you've already checked it out. You probably it already might checked be it out. in your wheelhouse. And speaking yeah. of Metroid, yeah, Metroid's Met- in this. Metroid's in this. Yeah, yeah, but we never got to that. It part. makes up one fortieth of <laughs> this something game. like that. Let's talk about this game today. That is the NES Remix Pack. Oh, I'm burping into the mic. <laughs> this was released December fifth, twenty fourteen. It was developed by Nintendo EAD Tokyo and published by Nintendo, and it was also released on the 3DS. So this game was It was, a, like, sort of released on the 3DS. Well, like, it, it, it wasn't this game. It was this series was released on the 3DS. Yeah, which it's I think mostly, was a mush of both of these packs together. Yeah, yeah, they kind of uh, cherry-pick from both of them and just have a different selection. But, yeah. you know, I'm counting. It is yeah, yeah. essentially the same You get the same, the same experience. Uh, so this game was a side project for Koichi Hayashida, who was fresh off a of success directing Super Mario 3D Land for Nintendo. Very good 3DS game. Uh, Hayashida had the idea of using a few NES classics to provide the basis for some kind of like WarioWare-style micro games. Not a little less frenetic than those, but yeah. kind of like sh- shorter versions of the game. And according to Nintendo executives, Hayashida programmed most of this game himself in his free time. But since he was also directing Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U at the time, the company hired a small team to finish out the project and package it into a cohesive game. Um, So the idea that Hayashida had when he was developing these was he wanted them to be as faithful as possible to the originals. So all the games were developed on the original hardware uh, with all of the games, original games, graphics and control issues and things like that left in place. Okay. Which uh, is, I think it's a fun choice. I think people were a little annoyed with it when this came out that like, you know, you're playing Super Mario 3 and you're on the, the airship level and there's a bunch of bullets and everything slows down to a crawl, you know, but that's kind of part of the experience. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that this game, for what, it, what it, the, the criticisms that I'm going to share of this game, and I, I'm not trying to jump the gun here, no, jump no. the bullets, but... Um, no, don't jump the bullet bills. Yeah, I think come from a lot of place of like, this is an idea that is intrinsically very, very exciting. Yes. And for something that Nintendo had never really done before, but seemed like something they should have done a long time ago. Seems like it, right? Yeah. Of like, let's put together a mix of a bunch of NES games and sort of throw you from one mode to the other. Mm. Like... Um, I mean, you, you referenced WarioWare earlier. There yeah. is, like, a WarioWare level in the original that cycles through NES games. Yeah, and you do, yeah. like, this very simple challenge of, like, okay, you're Link in the original Zelda and enter the cave, and that's the whole level. That is kind of the basis like, for what's going on That was always here. Yeah. my favorite selection of games in WarioWare. Mine, too, the 9-volt levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are always um, And so best. to be like, okay, we're going to flush this out into a full game, mm-hmm. and the... I feel better about it when you explain, like, this is basically a one-man side project. Exactly. Because then you're like, all right, for a one-man side project, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But as, like, if someone's like, oh, it's this huge collection of all these Nintendo NES games, and they're, like, remixed into bite-sized portions, you're like, that sounds great. And I think by that standard, this game's pretty disappointing. Uh, Well, yeah, fair, (laughs) fair. And we can get into that in a little more detail. Um, So the the first NES remix was released on December 18th, 2013. Happy birthday to me. 
<laughs> uh, it was a downloadable title on the Wii U, uh, and it was a quick and easy hit. I mean, this why, really is kind of a—it's kind of a slam dunk for yeah. Nintendo. Like they—they they get this done very cheaply using a lot of their nostalgic properties and just toss it out there. And it doesn't have a whole lot of ambitions, but it also scratches a very particular itch. So it makes sense. This is kind of a slam dunk for them. Um, yeah, Nintendo fast tracked a sequel, which came out just four months later. Uh, the first NES remix had 16 games with an additional 12 in part two, and they were popular enough that they decided to release a physical disc combining both games, and that is the remix pack that we are talking about today. Okay. And so the, another version of the game was Ultimate NES Remix, which was released on the 3DS on the same day as the remix pack that we're playing today. And that game featured remixes from 16 different games uh, that were featured on the first two collections. But it also featured a separate mode called Speed Mario Brothers, which is just the original Super Mario Brothers uh, cranked up. Like the uh, speed of it is just cranked up. Like all the moving sections are, are making you run through them. Which actually does not sound like much fun. Not, As we've discussed, no. like the physics of the original Mario are easy to forget how they work. Oh, yeah. Like the momentum is sort of a big deal. And so to have the speed cranked up sounds like it could be very easily frustrating. And if you're a hyper, hyper, hyper nerd and you want to compare the NES versions with the Famicom versions, get the 3DS because that one has a Famicom remix included on the same cart. Ah. And that basically, it's just the same game, but you're using the Famicom versions of the games, which might have some different graphics or, or audio, different things like that. It, it's also, I think that the structure of this is a little odd in the sense that they released both of these packs separately, and then they combine them into one disc, mm -hmm. but they still keep the pack separate on the disc, which yeah. I think I think hurts the game, um, because they're essentially, like, the packs are essentially identical. Oh, sure. Um, and the fact that you have to back, back out of one game to, like, select the other pack, and, like, oh, you're like, which pack has Metroid on it? Which yeah. one has it? Zelda to the Adventure of Link. There's no rhyme or reason to which game is on which pack. Yeah, the cover um, has like some sorted uh, in different areas, but I'm not sure if it's entirely an accurate way to go off it. Like, I, I feel like you would want all this content in here, but they should have just merged it into one thing. Yeah, yeah, that probably would have been better packaging and just kind of had one big game. Um, so the central hook here is that we're taking kind of bite-sized excerpts from these little, these original NES games. Uh, and but they're like little baby as, bites. They're like, yeah. they're like toddler size. They're like those little spoons or like if you were like it's eating almost it baby food. It's yeah. almost mashed up. If you were like eating at a really, you. really fancy restaurant and mm -hmm. they bring you like a poached egg with a piece of cilantro in it and sure. they give you like this tiny spoon <laughs> and to like drizzle a uh, vinaigrette over it. That's it. That's, yeah, that's what they serve at fancy restaurants, right? Poached egg with cilantro and vinaigrette. I, they definitely do um, at that one restaurant I went to. Uh, you know the poached egg? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Got they're it. pretty clear cut about what they serve. Yeah. It's just a poached egg. Yep. Um, so yeah, basically... Uh, the, these it's it's breaking down the games into their core elements and packaging them as mini games almost. Yeah. So like, say you're you're selecting a Super Mario Brothers level. Like the first challenge will usually be like jump walk on to a, the right, yeah, jump and, on a Goomba, yeah. hit a box, and it kind of the first couple of matches just teaches you how to play it, and then it'll make you go through a little faster or try something a little more challenging. Like maybe uh, you're playing Super Mario Three and you have to do the airship levels, but they've been sped up, or mm -hmm. uh, you need to beat Bowser uh, and and knock him through the floor. You know, so they'll kind of advance throughout the game and show you different sections of it as you go. Yeah, so it's kind of like each game has anywhere from seven to maybe like sixteen or twenty of these. Yeah, mini I think games. twenty something was the biggest. Or like yeah. 
yeah, like challenge stars, and then those are sort of broken up into even smaller challenges of like mm-hmm. anyway from one to four separate challenges. Right. And then depending on how quick you complete all of those challenges, you get a star ranking that ranges from one to three to or one to three with like rainbow around it. As yeah, like if you get a rainbow rank. around it, that's like super S ranking. Um and yeah, and as you go through, you'll just like play through these games, you'll get more stars. More stars will unlock more challenges. And then you defeat enough challenges, it'll unlock new games. Right. And then the other hook here is the remix mode. So each one will have like sections of the original games, which will play pretty much as the original games play, just in smaller little chunks. But then you get the remix levels, which kind of uh, blends together elements from different games, or it starts mixing things up on you. Like well, uh, most commonly, it seems to just add some little gimmick that's not in the original, like the lights sort of flashing in and out, so you can't see where you're running in Mario or see yeah. enemies. There's a clever Doctor Mario level where uh, you'll you'll be matching it using the NES sprites, and then it'll switch to Game Boy colors. You know, so you have to. Pay careful attention to what color pills you're using or, or you'll get confused. Or, And then as you go on, you'll start blending other characters into different properties. And they'll still play like they do in their original games. Mm. So like, there's a section where uh, you go into a Kirby's Adventure level playing as Toad from Super Mario Bros. 2. And you need to pick up the blocks and throw them at enemies from there. And it feels like the physics from Super Mario Bros. 2. You know, and, and, that, and that's that's where the game kind of really uh, is clever. And that's and like really what you sort of want. And that's like, it's one thing worth talking about here is this game, the remix packs for like including 40, I don't know how many games are here, probably around oh, 30. I've, I've, got a, 40. I've got a full list. Uh, I'll read through later because right. I think we should go through and rank them uh, because <laughs> why not? No, we won't. But they, yeah, there's <laughs> like there's like uh, 30-something games on here. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of games, but it doesn't include the full list or you, you can it doesn't include the full games. No, no, you can like never you can play the full game. Only play these sort of mini sized bite sized chunks. Right. And NES Remix Pack 2 adds a couple of different features that the first game doesn't have. Firstly, there's a Super Luigi Brothers, which is literally just Super Mario Brothers played backwards. Yeah. Which is weirder than it sounds. It feels a pretty disorienting. Uh, you're just kind of doing a mirrored version of it. So you still start in World 1-1, but you're going from right to left this time. And, and all, all the, the question mark box are black, back. backwards, yeah. It, it, it does feel weird for something that is like so ingrained in someone who's been playing video games for a while. Of like, you play in Mario, you start on the left. This and it's is like what it looks like. The easiest possible idea to implement. You know, yeah. you just flip the damn game. They didn't even like, uh, it's just obviously flipped. Um, but it's, it's still, you know, it's weirdly disorienting. The other new mode is a game, uh, Nintendo world championship mode. So originally this was unlockable. If you owned NES remix pack and bought NES remix pack two, this time it's just included on the disc standard. Uh, and basically it's, it's kind of what you're talking about where they string together multiple games. Like one goes into another, you're given a certain amount of time to play through three games. In this case, it's uh, super Mario brothers, super Mario brothers, three and Dr. Mario, and uh, you just have to complete these goals within a certain amount it's of time. Get, I think they're always the same. It's get 50 coins, get 25 coins, and then get the highest score you can in Dr. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. And to me, this is sort of the biggest missed opportunity. Like, oh, yeah. It feels like this is kind of a reference to um, the Nintendo World Championship cart, which is like a very rare NES cart at this point. Yeah. But, um, and where, it was also a tournament that they used to hold like yearly. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Where you would just play each game for a very short amount of time and see how well you did. But here, since the challenge is always the same, yeah. there's very little replayability because you're always playing the first level of Mario, the first level of Mario 3, mm. and you're just going to want to get the same coins every time. 
And but this is what I want from the remix is like play, you know, play Donkey Kong Jr. for a little bit. And then it switches to Zelda 2. Yeah. And then it switches to Metroid. And it's like, how quickly can you adjust from one thing to other? Because that that's like the the joy of WarioWare, for example, sure. is not really the mini games themselves. Like they're all pretty basic. It's that it's the unpredictability. Yes, it's yeah. that very short time period between mini games. Yeah, yeah, where you're like, shit, what's coming next? In that split second where you see what's coming next and you have to adjust to it. Yeah, and that this game just does not deliver on that because every time you complete a mini game or just even this tiny challenge, the game stops. Yeah. And says clear, and, and then it, here's your score, here's and your here score. are your points, and here's your stamp that you've unlocked with your points. Which, yeah, you're supposed to use the stamps when posting your scores on the Meverse, which of course does not exist anymore for us. Uh, so we lost the the thrill of not doing that that I would do in real life. Right? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. That even if that was functional, that is still a pretty lame. That's reward. not a draw for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Like I don't want to see other people. It's like, oh, good for you. You got a high score on this Mario mini game. I don't care. And having to unlock game, games themselves is also not something that I appreciate. Like I don't mind having to unlock like the harder challenges, but to me. It's the most fun to jump from one game to another, to play Excite Bike for a while and then play Mario 2 for a while. And yeah. So the bigger variety of games that I have unlocked, the better. I don't want to just play seven levels of Balloon Fight in a row. And you kind of have to. Like, they make you play through quite a bit of each game to unlock a new level, which, mm-hmm. which I, yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of a misstep because there are a lot of games on this disc, and it's going to take you a while to start accessing some of them, uh, which I think is a little bit of a missed opportunity as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I do wish there was a little bit more of a flow, you know, more of a, it, right now it is kind of a lot of like, select this from a menu mm-hmm. and then unlock this one and select this from a I menu. I mean, that, that's you know? a, probably half the game. It in is all, half In game. all honesty, for how short the actual mini games are, yeah. you're going to spend like two minutes beating like World 1-1 of the original Mario Brothers divided into a bunch of little chunks. Yeah. And then you're going to spend like... 30 seconds deciding what you want to play next or having it calculate all your scores. And I tried to play ahead for a bit and unlock as much as I can. And I did, I feel like I played for a decent amount of time, not just like before we recorded, but I've been playing off and on the last couple of days. And uh, I still haven't unlocked all that much. There are still some other modes I want to jump in and try because the cool thing about this approach with the little micro chunks of each game is that sometimes some games really benefit from it. And the one I'm thinking of specifically is Punch-Out. Uh-huh. Uh, you get to do different sections from Punch-Out, which is, for people who aren't like intimately familiar with Punch-Out, it can be a little bit of a, a perplexing game. Not even perplexing, just that the nuance of that game is going to be lost on you. Like, just how much specificity you need to have with your punches to, like, unlock different tricks. And when you play original Punch-Out, like, each fighter has a different sort of tell to them. Um, But, you know, you might, like, you would always play the first fighter of each new league, like, a whole bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, Don Flamenco, you fought so many times. Except Glass Joe, who you'll probably knock out pretty quickly. Yeah, Yeah. because then you would have to, like, you'd always then get farther and, like, lose to Piston Honda or Bald Bull or something. Sure, sure. And then, boy, now I just really want to see, like, this very, like, in-depth group cosplay of everyone from the original oh my punch god out. seriously yeah. that'd be so great that'd like be... get your big fat friend to be king hippo yeah. and like just like every once in a while you just 
open your mouth and drop your pants. Yeah, like, great. Exactly. Perfectly appropriate costume. Um, put, a be- put a tape over your belly button. But like this, in this mode, jumps right to a certain fighter. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed to end, like there were only seven punch-out minis, That's right? the thing. And the like, last one was Piston Honda, who's not very far along the game. He's not very far you along. You never fight Mr. Sandman or Mr. Dream. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I know they're not going to go back to Mike Tyson. Right. But yeah, there are analogs that like, you know, you can play as. And that is kind of the thing, too. Like, I wanted more punch-out levels and maybe not quite as many Super Mario 3 levels. Or not quite as many Wario's Woods levels, by which we mean zero Zero Wario's Woods. Yeah. All right. So I I think that's a good, like, I don't don't actually want to rank all these games, but I do want to go through all these games here and we can give, like, our quick impressions of them. Like, if we played them uh, or if we've played them in the past. Um, So let's start with, of course, the classic that uh, everyone demands to be on every NES collection, and that is Balloon Fight. Sure. Everybody's favorite game about two fighting balloon men. continually shoves down our throat. Yeah. uh, I... My only real memory of playing Balloon Fight as a kid is just that, like, I thought it was kind of cool looking, uh-huh. uh, and I never really spent much time with it. Sure. And now, as an adult, like, I've played it several times. It's basically just kind of because it's always a it, random unlockable in something. It always is. It's it's basically just joust, but yeah. not. It's quite not as, as fast. cool as joust. And, yeah, you don't get to ride no around on buzzers. Yeah, and it when you die, it's not like thou art dead. No, it's, no. I don't so know. Balloon Fight. It's it's a it's a big shrug of a yeah. game. I think. Uh, baseball. Uh, we didn't unlock baseball. I haven't played the original NES I, I think the only form that I have played the original NES baseball was in the e-reader cards. Oh, perfect. I, I remember, That's the best way to play I remember games. in high school having just I gotten I played Uncharted my, that way. Yeah, <laughs> I had to scan 100,000 cards. cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the e-reader was like, you would have to scan 10 cards to play these most rudimentary of NES games. Yeah. Like the simplest of the... I don't think they had original Mario Brothers on no. it because that was too complicated. Did you have to do it every time you played? Oh, yes, you, you did. did. You okay. had to scan like 10 of the cards. Wow. And they would, if they were sort of the least bit cockeyed or not pushed in correctly, it would not scan. Kiss so I remember being yeah. on, the sco- on like the school bus um, <laughs> trying to scan these cards. Famously level uh, vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. would hit a bump and I would be like, okay, there was an air scanning, scan everything. And I'm like, oh, I really hope baseball is worth it. Yeah. And uh, probably is. It was not. No, I can't imagine it is. Yeah. Uh, Clue Clue Land, which again, we, we do not know what this is. We were trying to... <laughs> it's the eternal mystery. We I don't know. It's like... We don't know if it's an adventure of Lolo or a choo-choo rocket. Or a kickle cubicle <laughs> yeah. or like, a, you know, I, it's, I'm just, I'm really not clear. Like, it, it is one of those games... I definitely owned it when I was collecting NES games. Sure. Uh, I just don't think I ever once popped it into the system. So it's just not an exciting looking if game. If you are the star of Clue Clue Land, write in and tell us what your <laughs> game is about. It's me, James Clue Clue. Yeah. Um, next Welcome one, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, of course, classic, works great. I think they they implement uh, Donkey Kong mechanics in this game pretty well. All yeah. the little bite-sized chunks there. You know, again, because Donkey Kong is an arcade game with a little bit of nuance to it, you know, so you can... Yeah, there's there's sections where it's teaching you to jump over two barrels at a time or three barrels at a time, which sounds rudimentary, but it's also something you don't necessarily know that Mario can do in that game because right. he moves pretty slow. So, you know, it's it's good to have that little I bit mean, of extra. I mean, you can't not include Donkey Kong in here, but no. it's never been one of my favorites. No. Well, how how about Donkey Kong Jr.? Does, does, uh, do you like uh, the sun better? Than, I, I do kind of like the sun better. I kind of like the sun um, I was talking about that. Like, yeah. I, I, I think I might kind of like Donkey Kong Jr. better. I, I well, My favorite mechanic in Donkey Kong Jr. is the way if you... He climbs very slowly up one chain, but, but if you grab two... Um, he, he shimmies. Climbs, he shimmies. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's a sort of a more dynamic character to control. I think so, too. Right. And I, I like the... Uh, 
the kind of dark twist on the formula where Mario's now the the aggressor and you need to defeat Mario and save yeah. your family. Like that's a cute idea, and I think they use it pretty well here. Uh, Donkey Kong Three with Stanley the Bugman. Oh, that's a weird, uh, that's weird a really game. weird one. It's it's literally like ninety percent of that game is just shooting Donkey Kong in the crotch with dust. Yeah, like, he's he's advancing on you. You just so need to if that does rapidly it for you. rapidly spray bug spray up his butthole, and uh, you're fine. Um, <laughs> it's like. Uh, that was that movie Grizzly Man. The Werner yeah. Herzog. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. He, he was gonna get ripped. He got ripped up by a grizzly in his tent. He should have brought bug spray to he, spray he, up that grizzly's butthole. Just, yeah, well, maybe that's what he was doing. Also, and that's apologies why the grizzly to was the angry. family of Timothy Treadwell. <laughs> yes, that, is, yes. that was in very bad taste. <laughs> Sorry. Apologies to Werner Herzog. Yeah. Who uh, please come on this show? Yeah, exactly. I wish to talk about the Mario Kart. <laughs> it is a very desperately sad event. Okay, that's my that's my Werner Herzog. That was pretty good. Thank you, uh, Doctor Mario. Uh, now you said you're you're not a fan I'm of anti Doctor Mario. You're anti Doctor. Yeah. You 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 take all your apples every day to keep him away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Doctor Mario, you are a plumber. You are not qualified for this position. Yeah. Stop just throwing pills at the problem. All right, the I pharmaceutical just, industry is killing us. I don't know. It, it, it's it just seems like a less dynamic and interesting puzzle mechanic than most other puzzle games because it's yeah. like you get red pills you put them on the red virus yeah and I feel like it can also be very unforgiving if you like misclick and have something hanging in the wrong place mm-hmm. you have to then throw so many pills to get rid of it I don't know I it's, mean you I just never you music's did, great oh, I love the sure. dog and Mario music chill but Fever, yeah. all of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, you you did point out, and I think it's pretty accurate. Like, I, well, because I like Doctor Mario a lot, yeah. And there's something about puzzle games that's particularly subjective. It's just like it's either gonna click with you or it's not. Yeah. Like some people can get so so into like uh, Candy Crush or something like that, while I find it too frustrating and like just don't really get into it. Yeah. But you know, it's still a totally valid game. Yep. I mean, uh, and again, another one you have to have on here. I, I oh, do you yeah. think that this has every like first person or first party Nintendo game for the NES on it? Uh, it has most of the launch ones, I think, uh, except for like the, the, uh, Rob the Robot controlled ones. Oh like yeah. Gyromite Gyromite and, yeah. Gumshoe. Gumshoe. Yeah. 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 That was a weird one. <laughs> Justice for Gumshoe. Uh, Excite Bike is our next one. Excite Bike's always great. Yeah. Um, I feel like that almost fits the best in this whole game. It um, does. Also, I did not know that you could hit the guys behind you with your rear tire oh, and make them crash. That was one of my favorite things. Yeah. Never knew that. Never knew that. So I, I found something new about Excite Bike. Yeah. Just because it's like, to race one course in Excite Bike feels like you're getting the full Excite Bike experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to another game where you feel like you're immediately cut off just when you're getting into it. Yeah. Another one we did not manage to unlock is uh, Golf. Uh, have you ever played original Golf? And I don't think so. I don't think I have either. Yeah, uh, I was never. There's, so there's two golf games on. There's the, two on golf these, huh? games on here. Uh, one is in part one, and one is in part two. So I it's see. not like they're double. So golf them, is but... not the one that features Mario, but no? NES Open is. I it, think the the golf I'm referring to is like the Black Label uh, launch game yeah. for the NES, and the I clear haven't... inspiration for Lee Trevino's putting challenge. Oh, obviously, yeah, definitely. Lee Carvello. Lee Carvello, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lee Trevino had fighting golf. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ice Climber is the next one. Uh, Another game I've never really uh, spent too much time with. It's bad. It's It's, another, it's it's another, it's right in there with Urban Champion as a bad NES game that Nintendo thinks that people like. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're maybe my least favorite Smash Brothers characters. That's kind of all I can say about that. I just don't like playing. They're quite irritating. They're very irritating. Ice hockey. Uh, I haven't unlocked that. I have played that game a lot. The game's uh, fun. That game's a lot of fun. Um, is it? It's no Blades of Steel, right? But it is no Blades of Steel, but it's still uh, yeah. I think Blades of Steel is probably the better like 
quote unquote hockey game, but this is the better video game. Okay. Like this is the goofier, lighter video game. Uh, Kid Icarus. We talked about it. We we played a couple of Kid Icarus levels. Uh, it's nice to get a reminder of how deeply frustrating that we, game we, is. We we shared our shared our brags. I bragged about beating Mike Tyson's punch out. You bragged about beating Kid Icarus. I beat Kid Icarus. Which is yeah. quite an accomplishment. Um, it is that uh, because anyone who's played Kid Icarus remembers the levels with the eggplant wizard. Mm-hmm. He throws an eggplant at you. It's hard to dodge, and if it hits you, it turns your whole upper body into an eggplant, and you have to walk backtrack throughout the level and find the magical fountain to cure yourself. And you'll often die several times before you get to that point. And uh, that, some of the little mini games here ask you to specifically to intentionally get eggplanticized, and uh, it was traumatic for me. Yeah. It's, but this I think is a good example of this game being bad in the <laughs> sense that like that was really articulate phrase. No, Kid the, 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 remix back remix being bad because okay. like. If you've never played Kid Icarus, which might be, which is likely your situation playing yeah, this. Um, yeah, yeah, Because I think they did a study and they found that more people living now have not played Kid Icarus than have played it. So, did, is that a study? Like he, that actually was? Yeah, it came out of the CDC, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah the WHO. <laughs> yeah, they were, they, before 2020, they needed to be studying some other stuff. Man, they, so. they had so much time on their hands <laughs> yeah, before then. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, they were studying uh, different times. NES games and what percentage of the population has played them. But uh, it's without that context that you just shared of like the nostalgia for the eggplant wizard. Yeah. Like to just get hit with the eggplant as one of the levels and then go to the hospital as another one of the levels. Yeah. Without the context of the whole game. Yeah. It's just kind of a vague, weird challenge. Yeah. And it's kind of like teaching you. I, it does feel like a lot of this is sort of teaching you the intricacies of the game. Sure. But then not giving you any venue to play the full game. Yeah, it's like okay, you have this skill. Now, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, yeah. like it's like, not going to apply. Go the rest buy it, of it on the virtual console. Exactly. Um, Legend of Zelda, a game that I thought would be like in the first crop of games, like, but we haven't unlocked Legend of Zelda. You would think oh. that it would be like one of the default ones that yeah, you start with because it's probably one of the two or three like best known NES games. Yeah, it does feel like that if they're going to have the games unlockable, they should just make it a lot faster. Like yeah. you just start with Mario and Zelda and maybe beat like two levels in each of them and then it starts unlocking new games. And there's not a super clear like progression laid out so you don't know exactly how long it's going to be before you unlock the next game. They just kind you of You just pop like unlock a bunch while. of B points. Yeah. And it's unclear what those B points even do for you. Uh, next one, Mario Brothers. This is the original arcade Mario Brothers where it's just the single screen with the POW block in the middle. Uh, I've never been a fan of this I always thought it was game. very cool in Mario Brothers 3 when sure. you could like go on the same stage in the two-player mode and play this. Yeah. I thought that was a fun unlockable, but yes, I also am not crazy about this game. No, this one always just felt kind of sluggish and weird. Uh, Metroid, we didn't unlock it, but man, that would be... I think Metroid would be really fun in this milieu here like with the with the remixes and everything like that i think there's a lot you can do mm-hmm. especially because samus has such like a darker energy than any of the other games that's going true. on here so i think it's fun to drop her into other levels like i want to see her playing through kirby or something yeah you yeah, know? yeah there's just not and there's just not enough of that of the one character in the other games like, yeah to me that's that's totally gold and if it was just kind of nine you know 10, 20% of replaying these old games and 80% of weird remixes and like throwing off and putting other characters in the different games, like then it would be A plus. But uh, yeah. it's just not here. 
Uh, we I did also forget to mention Kirby's Adventure is on here, uh, which has one of my favorite of like the the crossover remixes that we've played so far. You need to defeat the tree boss from the first level Wispy of that game. Wispy Woods is his Wispy name. Wispy Woods. Uh, but there is an entire wall of booze like coming in behind you, so you need to keep facing them or they will overtake you, but cool. then you also have to dodge apples. And Are like you playing as Kirby? You're playing as Kirby okay. doing all that. Um, they, they may have some fun with the, the Kirby levels there. Um, NES Open Tournament Golf, the second yeah, that's golf. That's the game. one that features Mario. That's the one with Mario yeah. on the cover. Okay, and this one I, I know nothing about. Nope. I, I'm just, I'm not a golf guy. Uh, pinball. You will, you will be. I will be. A- ask you days. again in 40 years. You'll yeah. be all about it. <laughs> From my grave. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, pinball. Uh, the very unimaginably titled Pinball. Not a particularly good pinball no, video game. Definitely not. Um, that was another one I had on the e-reader cards. Oh. And it was, yeah. It's very, very light on content and very bad physics. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think the NES had any good pinball games. Uh, they wouldn't get really good until Sonic Spinball perfected the art sure. in 1993. Uh, that's a lie. It's a bad game. Uh, Punch-Out! We've already covered. Love me some Punch-Out! Yeah, right up there with Excite Bike in terms yeah. of things that fit here really, really well. Fits pretty perfectly, um, yeah. Especially because every fighter is different. You learn the intricacies. Um, it's really just a shame that there's only seven Punch-Out! levels. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a huge mistake. Just too not enough. Uh, and there's a really a shame there's only three Punch-Out! games. Make more Punch-Outs, people. Come yeah. on. I want more Punch-Out! Uh, Super Mario Bros. Obviously, it's going to be your starting point for for any of these. Uh, you know, it, it it is what it is. Super and Mario Brothers is perfect. Yeah, um, but they yeah. also lean on it pretty hard. Like, they really for do. The complaints about only being seven Punch Out games. There's like thirty Mario challenges. Yeah, and it, they're all. And Mario is just not quite as. It doesn't quite have as much to explore as maybe Punch Out does. Like, no, it's because no, it's always just some variation of jump over this platform, Mario, beat this level in an amount of time. By its very nature, is meant to be instantly intuitive, whereas like Kid Icarus and Punch Out have a little bit more of a learning curve. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels. That's my other humble brag. I have beaten the Lost Levels, yeah. uh, which is uh, insanely difficult. This was originally supposed to be uh, Super Mario Brothers Two. But it uh, did not get released over here in the U.S. because it was deemed to be too difficult, which, which is, is accurate. Yeah, it's it, stupidly it, difficult. It is funny that for the first game as a sequel to one, the, one of the most popular games ever made, they essentially made a Kaizo hack. Yeah, of, yeah, like, kind of. Because that game is almost the earliest example of like pure dickery yeah. c- coming from a game. Like, There's a warp zone that you have to, that like is secret to get to, mm-hmm. but then it takes you backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you go from world three to world one mm-hmm. and it's just very silly or like items that are placed deliberately to look helpful and then it drops a poison mushroom on your head. Right, yeah, it's it's, it's madness. And uh, really like Mario Brothers The Lost Levels is like the original NES remix. Yeah, and it kinda, is kinda. Kind of what I would want to do here of just like what if we took what you knew about Mario and just kind of made it stupid mm-hmm. and, and playful. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I think that's a good way to approach it. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 was, of course, the Mario sequel that we got, mm-hmm. which was a reskin of a game called I mean, Doki Doki Panic. It's a Panic. better game than The Lost Levels. Oh, it's undeniably a better game than Lost Levels. It's not necessarily my favorite Mario game. It it, it does feel, even today, it feels really unique yeah. uh, for Mario series. It never went back to this well again. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, uh, there are, I think that has the most levels of anything in this sure. entire remix pack. I mean, it's also remix pack. the best game in the I mean, by default. I mean, it's, like, Super Mario 3 is uh, perfect. It's, yeah, it's that amazing. game, I mean, that's the best NES game. Like, I, I like incredible. what they do with the the remix versions of this because 
uh, they'll, they'll take you through different suits and things like that. Like you need to do a whole level as or like you need to defeat Bowser as frog Mario. Oh uh, yeah. That or, is cool. Uh, you'll need to like uh, stomp a certain number of enemies in the Goomba boot. You know things yeah. things oh, that uh, might only love be, that Goomba boot. Uh, yeah, they, and they might only be like one off like power ups that you use. Like, I mean, how many times is that oh, frog suit even in the game? Like, not much. No, not much. That would be the greatest Halloween costume. Oh, you could that's be Mario a good one. in Karibo's shoe. Yes, and just oh. like finds a giant shoe with a little wind up thing that you. Oh can man, hop you'd be bumping into people all night. I, I guess you just. Um, Oh, you know what you do? You'd like paint your Segway or, or like make a paper mache float over your Segway. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you're just bouncing around like that. Uh, yeah, so tennis is the next one. The excitingly titled tennis. <laughs> tennis video games tend to work pretty well. Yeah. I, again, I don't. I can't say if I've ever played this one. I played Super Tennis on Super NES. That's quite good. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's a direct sequel. Yeah, Mario, I think, is the umpire for this one. I believe so. And yeah. I yeah. remember having playing the Game Boy Are they called version. umpires for, the, for tennis? What I are they called? So. I think they're called umpires. Referees? I think they're called umpires. Uh, umpire, interesting. I guess I never knew. Um, you know more about tennis than I do. So. Oh, I know more about tennis than everyone. No, um, it's true. It's true. It's Bjorn uh, Borg. Anyone? Yeah, exactly. that's a name. That was going to be. An, I'm sorry. I'm just in a Halloween costume kick. I was going to be John McEnroe for Halloween. That oh, was going to be my other. That's a good right. excuse to just yell at people. All night. Yeah, like stay in character <laughs> and just like scream at people. I need. I need excuses for that. There's. Um, he's very. This is a uh, side tangent about that. But uh, have you watched the show Never Have I Ever on Netflix? Mm-mm. It's. It's about like. Uh, Indian teenage girl like growing up in Southern California very like feminine energy but okay. the whole thing is narrated by John McEnroe wow. which is just it's just a hilarious like out of nowhere choice and he's very funny on it okay. uh, so he's just like talking about this little girl's period and everything but he's like in his John McEnroe angry voice sure yeah I remember having the tennis for Game Boy and I remember losing it on an airplane oh sure and I didn't feel all that sad no I mean yeah what are you gonna do uh, speaking of uh, sad, Urban Champion is the oh, next one. Uh, off, often held up as maybe the worst uh, first party NES game. Probably, yeah. maybe. I mean, it's it's a very bad sort of king of the hill like tug of war style fighting game yeah you have uh manholes on either side of the stage and you you and your other uh thug need to just punch each other in the face and sometimes people drop flower pots on your head but the mechanics are just very vague in terms of like when your punches land or when they don't it's a very unsatisfying game but i believe another one that had an Mm e-reader uh uh component which uh people also was unlockable in uh I think that the in there was Fight like, Night, I think it's unlocked on one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, in Animal Crossing. The Animal Crossing. I think there was a lot of people who like really got into Animal Crossing and mm-hmm. just kind of assumed that the games Nintendo made unlockable in that game were like classics. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. they hadn't played them, and they're like, oh, my, back to Urban Champion. And yeah, you actually play it. Like, oh, it's it's, it's more just like this is the game Nintendo cares the least about. <laughs> um, <laughs> they know that they can't get anyone to buy it individually. Yeah, so they're gonna shovel it in somewhere. Um, no, I know we talked a minute ago about uh, puzzle games being very subjective. I think Warriors Woods is objectively a bad puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, I I can never really figure out the mechanics here. Like you're, I mean, you have you're, to line up three bombs of different. It's kind of yeah. like uh, Doctor Mario. With- a, a little bit. You're playing as Toad. And like you're you're walking around the bottom of the the puzzle area, and you can pick up different items and like you move them. You have to them. pick you up can, whole stacks. You pick up whole stacks. You can like run up the wall and like kind of do a little scrambly run thing. But 
I never feel like I'm in control of anything happening in this game. Right. It's it's has the worst thing that a puzzle game can do, which is that it's very imprecise. So very imprecise. You find imprecise. yourself grabbing not what you intended to grab or setting something down where you didn't want to put it or being stuck somewhere. Yeah, you just the controls are bad, even though it's very cute to see Toad run up the wall. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Wrecking Crew. That's a game that exists, right? Yep. All pretty right. Sure. Move, moving Wrecking on. Wrecking Crew. Um, I, I don't know much about Wrecking Crew. There's a pretty decent and Smash they, Brothers level. Yeah, um, and they were the studio musicians who recorded a bunch of Motown Oh, hits, right. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, so. 40 feet from stardom. Yeah. yeah, that's what they were. I don't know. Uh, the last game on this disc is Zelda 2 Adventures of Link, which is another uh, another humble brag opportunity for you, I believe. You yeah, said you yeah, beat this yeah one. I have beaten this game. I've gotten um, quite far, which I think is also a humble brag moment because yeah. most people give up on this game pretty quickly. This game, I think, maybe would have one of the easiest fixes to go from not a very good game to like a pretty decent game, which was, would be... Make Link's sword like an inch longer. Yeah, yeah. The just sword a, is so stupidly short. It's really even the little energy beam you shoot from the end of the sword is like very little dinky kind of uh, ineffectual sort of thing. Yeah, you know? and the end result is combat just becomes very frustrating. It's it's an interesting combat system because you just hold still to block. You just don't touch anything to block with, and your shield will be right in front of you. And then later on, you'll have like. You have to duck or like hit somebody in directly in the head. There's there's a lot of nuance to the fighting system, but it's just kind of a lot, and it's a really 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 hard game. And yes, it's, it's just kind but of. But I, I do think that most of that frustration comes from just the length of your sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we all get frustrated about that from yeah. time to time. Uh, so all in all, there are 204 challenges in part one, 169 challenges in part two. You do the math for how many that is That's, total. I mean, it's a lot of challenges. It's a lot I of challenges. A lot of content here. High quantity of challenges but like yeah i don't know i just get bored of it like i would much rather there there's like a crossover of do you want to play like 50 little tiny challenges of mario brothers yeah or super mario brothers or do you just want to play mario brothers and at right. this point i would just rather play mario brothers and get into like the speed and spirit of the game as opposed to have it just being constantly sort of broken up by these score tallying sheets and me having to pick the next one on the menu. I think in the end, like weirdly for a game that's being advertised to our specific nostalgia, I think this game would be better off for people who have never played these games for like younger kids who've never experienced but any of the games in this compilation need to include the full, the games. full game. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get the whole thing, but it, it would give you at least a sense of what, you know, uh, grandma and grandpa were playing back in the day. That's how old we are now. Right. Probably. <laughs> well, I mean, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, other well, people our age who could be a grandma and grandpa. No, I don't think. I mean, well, I'm, I mean, probably. I'm, I'm 37. Okay. Like, yeah, it's 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 possible. I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that is that is just the random thing of you check. I check out books to people at the library who are younger than me, and they have like a 10 year old kid. And yeah, I just feel weird. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah. It feels weird. And I mean, I definitely I knew like people who had kids in high school. You yeah. know, who would likely have like grandkids by now because their kids are adults at this point. Sure. It, uh, very weird boy i'm gonna die one day well sure I yeah mean, yeah I, that, that is another thing this game does kind of just remind you of <laughs> we're gonna yeah. die it's something yeah so thank you for listening to our chill relaxed episode <laughs> that reminds you that death is imminent yeah. um all right do we have anything more to say about this uh, remix pack here move i don't on to know rankings? this game well i guess i can say yeah let's move on to rankings but then i will say what i want to say okay which is that all right we've moved on to rankings welcome everyone um this game irritates me. Okay. <laughs> because I just but it's not fair because my criticism of it is it's just not what I want it to be. Yeah. Like I'm not really grading it on its own merits, which I think that it does okay at in yeah. terms of like 
giving you little portions, introducing you to these different games. But I want a thing that is specifically catered for people who have nostalgia for this and want to see it in a whole different way. I want like an official ROM hack pack that is made by Nintendo. Yeah, um, sort of yeah. These weird things where you go straight from one, you go for straight from a Legend of Zelda boss to a Super Mario 3 level and to fighting Piston Honda. Sure. Like, I, and that doesn't have to be like the whole game. Yeah. I just want that mode in here somewhere. And the fact that the championship mode is always just going to be Mario, Mario 3, Dr. Mario, it just, it's lame. If yeah. there was some sort of customization of, you could pick the three games that you want to do as a championship mode. Yeah, yeah. You can sort of, like, you could mix, similar to, like, Wii Fit, where you could set your own exercise routine. I want to be able to set my own, like, NES challenge routine. Yeah, yeah. And the game just doesn't deliver on that. So I'm going to rank it pretty low. Um, I think it's going number 25 for me, which is below... Uh, Rise of the Dark Spark. The, whoa, yeah. whoa, that is a hot take. Well, because okay. that game is like, I don't know, it's just a fully it's a game. fleshed it's a full, out it's game, a, yeah. as opposed to this, which just feels like it should be kind of a free demo to encourage you to buy the games from the Wii Shop. Sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was like the long, the long game. Yeah, there but it's not a free that, demo. But it's not it's, a free demo. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I hear where you're coming there, from. There's also no sort of progression or nothing that you're like shooting. There's no narrative or something you're shooting for over the long goal. It's just no. like unlock things and get more stars and pointless stamps for no reason. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That. Yeah. I don't need the stamps. Um. Yeah, for me, uh, I'm going to rank this at number 20, which is just underneath Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I like everything that's going on here. Like, I, I like uh, revisiting all these old games, and I like having kind of an idle game to play, you know, with lots of little bite-sized challenges. Sure. I do agree that the lack of ambition here is just kind of frustrating because this you can expand on this idea just 10% and have something really super cool, and I think they kind of just tossed this off which yeah. i think they would probably admit that they sort of tossed this off a little bit but it's just but, really a shame that they haven't before since or before this tried to make the actual because oh, the 3ds one is called ultimate nes remix but i yeah. want the real ultimate nes remix oh I yeah want that yeah. blender of just nes games and i get how just, they yeah make make that like the whole game or yeah. just like have a compilation or something yeah. yeah yeah just a little bit more of that um, well, all right. Well, we do have a letter this week. Uh, this one starts, Hey, Steve, Woody, and Kathy. Oh. Uh, just listened to your Barbie episode and wanted to express my delight at getting a cameo from Woody's mom. She seems like a thoroughly good hang, and I was wondering <laughs> if you guys ever played any video games with your parentals on a regular basis. As a way to stay connected during the pandemic, my family all subscribed to Xbox Game Pass, and we've had a hoot playing Earth Defense Force with my 67-year-old father. Wow. The trick is that when you're using rocket launchers and your target is a spider the size of a skyscraper, aiming is not really an issue. Uh, Have you ever thrown down with Mrs. Siskowski in the Mario Party and or cart? Or perhaps the Guntley settled domestic squabbles through rousing <laughs> rounds of bio freaks. Yeah. Uh, regardless, <laughs> family friendly game bio freaks. Regardless, thanks for letting your listeners into your lives. It's always a pleasure. And that's from JMO. Uh, thanks, JMO. So thank you. Yes. And and thank you to Kathy for being here. She was a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten a lot of really nice feedback from people about uh, about Woody's mom. So that's awesome. Good. It's nice to have nice feedback about one's mom. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's usually she's so usually people the, just bad mouthing her all the time. Well, I, that I, does not seem like. Her. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, usually one's mom is the subject of ridicule sure. by the nature of your being, mama is so blank, yeah. blank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. even though they don't know her. Um, this and is just more to be about clear, your mama my mama so is pleasant. so, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> she's so decent human being. She is, um, but yes. what she is not is so good at video games. She has, mm. for the very few, I have made occasional attempts to be like, all right. Let's try and get you into this game. And I think the ones that I've tried were Psychonauts at one point because okay. that has kind of a narrative I thought she might find interesting. Yeah, I can and see And I that. remember just original Mario Brothers because I'm like, all right, this is, you know. Or, as again, fundamental I, as you get. Yeah, yeah. and say original Mario Brothers. Super, Mario, Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Yeah. But, and it's just the notion of pressing one button to run and another button to jump is just too much. Yeah. We tried to play uh, Barbie's uh, pet search and rescue and just the act of getting on the bike yeah is, yeah is a little too much so i am frankly amazed that uh you have a family member of that age who can play earth defense force that's true that's, i mean your your mom does have one game that she plays that she's oh good at. Yes. yeah she does we, have the one game that she, she mentioned my mom my mom's signature game is typing of the dead yeah for the sega dreamcast which is a fantastic game fantastic game she can beat me at it um and yeah we all get a kick out of that and as far as my dad goes i think we've had legitimate moments of joy, even though he would not admit it, of playing Guitar Hero together. Yeah. Um, I think that he would probably be shamed because he would not... He's like, I can't believe I'm enjoying the plastic guitar instead of playing the real guitar. Right. Uh, but I do think there have been moments where he has actually enjoyed himself. Fair, fair. Awesome. Well, um, what about you? No, you know, my parents have uh, never really gotten into video games. Yeah. Uh, I, I have some vague memories of when they first brought home the NES of like my dad showing me how to play Super Mario but I don't think he got very invested. The most I remember him getting excited about a video game was when we rented Ice Hockey, mm -hmm. uh, the original like NES one that we talked about a minute ago. And it wasn't so much the gameplay, it was the Zamboni. Okay. Uh, you remember like in between like quarters, like the little Zamboni guy would come out, his head's always bobbing up and down and this cute little music playing like drives back and forth. My dad got a hoot out of that. Like there was no like was... Zamboni mini game, right? It was just the cutscene between halves or something. No, no, no. Yeah, no, there's nothing you could do to control okay. it. You're just watching the little Zamboni go back and forth. He thought that was hilarious, which of course made us kids like laugh hysterically. So sure. I have a very strong memory of that Zamboni driver. I mean, also for what it's worth, just Zamboni intrinsically hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. how I learned the word Zamboni. Like I Maybe yeah. in the top 10 funniest words. It's up there. It, it's up that there. That exist. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I have lots of, uh, lots of comedy sounds in there. So yeah. that's the closest. I, yeah, I, I don't think, yeah, I, I can't recall any memory of my mom playing a video game. Not even, not even you head. trying to foist one upon her? No, no. She it's, just kind of, she, she checked out of that entirely. She was uh, uh, very supportive of uh, us playing video games and would buy them for Christmas and everything sure. like that, but had no real interest in it herself. Um, and maybe my dad played like a racing game at some point. But sure. Yeah. Not. They. They never really sat down to do my. I mean, our parents are kind of of the the boomer generation, you yeah. know, and they're or they they were young adults before video games even happened, you know. So like it it, it just sort of passed them by. You know? We're almost we're almost the last generation that this question even makes any sense to ask of like, yeah. did you play video games with your parents? Because anyone who is our age or younger with kids is you, probably going to play video games you with most, kids. You most definitely play video games yeah. at one point in your life if yeah. you grow up around the same time we did. It was just hard to escape. Um, 
Yeah, well, that was a great letter. Thank you so much, JMO. We appreciate it. We will pass on the regards to Kathy as well. I mean, I think um, she, she's hearing it right she's now. She's hearing right now. She's Thanks for being listener. my mom, mom. Way to, way to go. Yeah. Keep it up. Um, all right, so uh, next week we are playing some uh, some different games. Uh, why this not? Was, this as was is, like as a is our style. From, uh, from, from a, we, a couple we had a, challenging games. We had, we had a couple of rough runs. Yeah. Even the games that we like ended up kind of liking, like Transformers and Deus Ex, things like that. It's like they were kind of hard to get excited about yeah. playing you know barbie wipeout definitely hard to get excited yeah. about playing even with fun guests on um so this was kind of a little break in between but next week we're jumping back into the back, fray back to the with two spider-man games oh, uh, amazing spider-man and amazing spider-man part two we're all fans yeah. of spider-man here we're, these are these are the garfield spider-man so he hates mondays <laughs> yeah. uh he's taking on uh his his evil nemesis uh monday matt <laughs> okay uh, so it should be fun uh, I might revisit these movies. I don't think I've seen either of them since they were new. So remind me of the titles. Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Are these the Andrew Garfield spiders? These these are those. These are based directly these are the off forgotten of those movies. Spiders. Kind of kind of forgotten. Um kind of kind of uh, unloved, but I'm I'm curious to revisit them and see if they hold up in any way. Uh, I remember kind of liking them. Sure. So, we'll find out if we still kind of like them. Uh tune in next week. Double dose of amazing Spider-Mans. And uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye-bye.